Prayer is one of those things that I think intimidates a lot of people. And you almost feel like as a Christian, you should know how to pray, but it's not even something that we actively seek to learn how to do. You almost feel like you should just automatically get this download and know how to pray once you become a believer. And somehow, if you're not good at praying, at least out loud, then it makes you less of a Christian or less mature spiritually. I think that's a big trap from the enemy, and we're going to look at that this week and some ways that we can continue to grow in our prayer lives. Stay tuned. Hey friends, welcome to the Hearing Jesus Podcast. Do you sometimes doubt if you're truly hearing God's voice or if it's really your own? And how do you know the difference? Do you ever struggle to feel confident in your relationship with God and what He says in His Word? Do you sometimes feel stagnant or like maybe you hit a wall in your spiritual life? Hey, I'm your host, Rachel Grohl, missionary, author, pastor, and life coach, and I have been there. I too was doubting God's voice in my own life. I felt insecure about my relationship with Him, and I wanted to be obedient to what God was calling me to do, but I wasn't quite sure how to figure out what that was. I felt like I was wasting time trying to figure it out, and I just wanted a way to understand His will for my life. The answer for me was found in the pages of the scriptures, as I learned how to understand what they were actually saying. If you're ready to grow in your faith and to step confidently into the calling God has for you, then join me as we dig deep into God's Word so that you can learn to live out your faith in your everyday life. Hey friends, before we get into today's episode, I have a quick word. I know you've been frustrated with being confident in how to tell the difference between hearing from God and wondering if it's your own voice. Listen, I know, I've been there myself. That's why I wrote the Bible study, She Hears, Learning to Listen to Jesus. This is a six-week study that takes you through the book of John, looking at six women in the life of Jesus. It also teaches the color method of Bible study, which helps you to learn how to really understand the scriptures. I include lots of cultural and historical information, and it really makes these familiar passages of scripture just come alive. This is a great study to do on your own, to do with some girlfriends or even some teenage girls, and it will help you really gain the confidence in how to hear from the Lord and set you up with some tools that will stay with you long after the study is over. You can find that on my resources page at shehears.org. And for a limited time, I'm offering all of my podcast listeners a special discount of 20% off. You can use the discount code hearing Jesus that's one word all caps to get your discount there are also some free videos and a leader's guide for you to get started again head to shehears.org and you can find the bible study on the resources page Hey friends, welcome back to the Hearing Jesus Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Grohl. Today we are continuing our Celebration of Discipline series with the Discipline of Prayer. Last week we talked about meditation. This week we're talking about prayer. Of all the disciplines, I think this is probably the one that most of the others all center around because prayer is really what places us in this ongoing conversation with God. So prayer becomes this deep work that really grows our relationship with God and it's where we get to know him. I think sometimes we forget that. We forget that this aspect of prayer is an ongoing back and forth dialogue. We want to communicate almost like in short order form with God. And I know that even with my own children, when we've been trying to teach them about their prayer lives, their tendency is to want to pray the same thing every day. We pray a lot of times on the way to school. So 
we pray lots of times, but every day on the way to school, we pray. So they tend to want to pray the same things every day and they want to make it short and sweet and almost like a laundry list. And what we've had to do is really just by example, teach them the different ways to pray and to also have an ongoing conversation with God. I remember when my daughter, my I have three daughters, when my oldest daughter began to date her boyfriend. Um, they're, you know, they've been together quite a, quite a while now, but, um, you know, we did not grow up with texting and cell phones and all the things. And so that's been a little bit of a learning curve as a parent, but when they first started, it wasn't even dating. It was just getting to, uh, know each other. They would text a lot on the phone and, they really got to a space where they knew that they kind of, you know, had a thing for each other and they, you know, liked each other more than they liked the other kids and and that kind of thing. But when they were together in person, it was incredibly awkward and they did not know how to speak to each other, but they could go back and forth all night long on texting. I think it's like that for a lot of kids. And I remember having this conversation with my daughter and I said, you know what, I think what we're going to need to do is we're going to have to put a pause on the texting for right now. And I want him to call you. And she said, what do you mean? Call, call me. And I understand that for kids of that generation, that's like a foreign concept. But I said, I want him to call you. And she said, why? I said, you guys need to learn how to talk to each other. You need to learn to have a dialogue. You need to learn his voice and hear what's in his heart. And so that was incredibly painful and awkward at the beginning. And I remember the first time he was super young and I remember the first time he called and he kind of, you know, I answered the phone. I knew it was him and he was so nervous and it was so awkward for him, for her, for everybody. But soon what started to happen is when they started talking to each other on the phone, eventually they ended up FaceTiming and and all of that. But they got to know each other on a different level. Now, do they text now? Of course they do. But the primary relationship that they have is an in-person friendship, an in-person dialogue where it's no longer awkward. In fact, um, you know, they're the best of friends now. But I remember just that stage, that awkward stage of learning how to have a conversation with somebody. And I think sometimes prayer is like that. I think, you know, we as Christians have this assumption that we should just know how to pray and that everybody knows how to pray and it's easy. And sometimes it's not. Sometimes it takes practice. Sometimes you have to force yourself to enter into some uncomfortableness and risk the silence in order to start to hear that voice. And so today we're talking a little bit bit about prayer, some common misconceptions, and just some encouragement for you as we continue to pursue our relationship with God. So prayer is really just this place where God changes us and, and transforms us. It's this place of prayer, real prayer, where we learn to begin to think God's thoughts and desire to desire the things that he desires and to love the things that he loves and to want the things that he wants. And progressively, what happens is we are taught to start seeing things from his point of view. Now, there are definitely some misconceptions and some barriers to prayer. And I remember even a couple years ago, I was teaching a class on the spiritual gifts. And if you had asked me at the time, I would have probably ranked prayer as lower on my list of the things that I felt called to do, the gift things I felt I had. I just did not feel like I was an intercessor. And through a series of really difficult events in the last couple years, 
a failed adoption, um, you know, a church transition, a career transition, lots of, you know, the pandemic, all those things. What I have realized is prayer actually is a really big part of my life. I just don't think I approach it like most people do. I kind of stay in a state of prayer all day long. Now, I definitely have intense, intentional moments of prayer where I am specifically seeking the Lord and listening for something specific. But I also am all day long listening and talking to God. And it helps that I work from home and work remotely now. Um, but but throughout my life, throughout my day, I've always just kind of been in this ongoing dialogue with God. And so I think I didn't quite realize, um, you know, how, how it worked for me. And, and I think there's a, something to be said for that. I think different people have different kinds of relationships, different kinds of temperaments and personalities. But uh, today we're going to kind of go through some of the misconceptions and talk through that. And again, if you have questions on any of this stuff, I know I'm kind of doing an overview, a broad overview of each of these areas. Um, I also, throughout the week, I'm doing some reels on my Instagram page if you want to click over there. You can email me questions. And a lot of times I answer questions that I get in right on the reel. And uh, it's just an additional resource for you. So the first misconception I want to address is that a lot of people think that prayer is simply just asking things from God. This is what I alluded to when I was talking about my children. Um, and so they think that, you know, prayer is just kind of like our our shopping list of things that we want from God. And while there is an element of coming before the Lord and presenting our needs and our requests to him. I think it's more about the primary function of prayer, which is to develop this ongoing and engaging conversation with God. And so don't get me wrong. Answers to prayer are amazing, but they're really the secondary function to the purpose of prayer. And I remember a couple years ago, um, a powerful example of this in my own life. I used to definitely, when I was younger, uh, just, you know, have that laundry list of things until I started to get to know the Lord a little bit better. And so I remember about, let's see, probably about three years ago, three and a half years ago, as I was praying. So I take my kids to school in the morning and we pray together as a family on the way in and on the way home, I pray alone. Um, and I take that 20 minutes in the car to just pray about my day and pray, pray for them, pray about different things. And I remember just being in this place where I started to thank God for his hand of provision and his presence and his protection. And it was kind of odd because it was just what I was hearing in prayer. So I was, I was agreeing with God in prayer and I was, I was saying those things out loud. And this went on for a period of like six months. And throughout that six months, different things would happen. Um, I, as a mom, I've always been this way, but I have had this desire, and especially at that time, to really just make sure that our home was well stocked. We had um, a freezer full of food. We had lots of things in the pantries, well stocked with paper supplies, all those kind of things. And um, started putting money aside, just didn't even really kind of know what was going on. But I just kept thanking God for hand, his hand of protection and provision. And so fast forward a couple months later, almost a year later, we got hit with a pandemic. And when the pandemic hit, uh, we were well postured to go into that season because the Lord had put that in on my heart prior to that. And I remember in prayer, just thinking like at the time, this makes no sense to me. I, like we're, 
we're doing fine financially. God's been, you know, really blessing us in that regard. We're doing fine health. Everybody's healthy. Um, we've had peace. There's not been much chaos in our family. There was just a lot um, that I just didn't understand why the Lord kept leading me to pray that way. And so I consistently kept praying that. And then when the pandemic hit, it just made so much more sense to me because God's hand of provision and protection was very evident in our lives. And so I think that um, prayer, the primary function of prayer is to really just develop this, like I said, this ongoing conversation. Sometimes we understand it and sometimes we don't. Sometimes we'll understand it in a different season. Sometimes we won't understand it at all, this side of heaven. That's the reality of it. And uh, and that's okay because God is sovereign and, and we trust him. That's my prayer for you this week, that you would start to understand prayer as not just a laundry list where you can get things off your shoulders and hand it over to God and just claim that for your day and then go on with your life. But instead you would see it as this ongoing dialogue and remember that God is a good father. He's a good, good father. And part of being a good father is being in relationship and communication with your child. And that's what God longs for us. And so that's my prayer for you this week that again, as we start to kind of look at these different examples of prayer and the barriers to prayer, you would start to see all the different ways that God longs to be involved in the daily aspects of your life. Let's pray. Father God, I thank you so much for my friends as they are continuing to seek to develop these prayer muscles that help us to get in a better relationship with you. God, I thank you that you long to connect with us through prayer, that it is your heart to be so connected that we wouldn't be surprised when things come up. We might not understand everything, but we wouldn't be surprised because of your sovereignty, because of your preparation, because of the way that you go before us. God, we thank you that there's no place that you are not. We thank you that you hold the details of our lives in your hands. I pray for my friends today that as they seek you, they will find you. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, talk to you tomorrow, guys. Hey friends, if this podcast helped encourage, empower, or equip you for God's call on your life, I would love it if you would head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. That's the number one way you can support my show. You can also join our free Facebook community or Instagram page where I share inspirational tips, resources, and prayer throughout the week. Hey, I want you to know I'm praying for you this week. Know that you are loved, you are cherished, and you are His.